everyone, welcome to Honestly Hannah, a new podcast hosted by me, Hannah Coda. In this podcast, I will be sharing my honest opinions about all things going on in the world. Topics including TV shows to watch, movies to watch, uh, music to listen to, all things going on on the internet, uh, updates on sports, um, news, politics, etc. Thank you all for coming to episode one. Thank you all so much for being here. I'm so, so, so excited to jump in. So I'm just going to go ahead and jump in. I want to talk about my weekend and like the last week that I've had. To be honest, I haven't had the best weekend. I don't know why. I just feel like I, I was in like a slump. I don't know what the cause of it is, but I just... I'm not sick and I'm not going through anything right now. Nothing is detrimental to my life. I just wasn't feeling it. And I have a feeling it has to do with one, the weather, because I know I said in one of my teaser podcasts that it was going to rain the whole week last week. It didn't. I don't know what I was thinking. I live in Southern California. When was the last time it rained for a week straight? Never. But we did get some rain. We got some snow, which... The mountains look incredibly beautiful, so if you haven't stepped out of your house to see them, go grab your mask and go do so. They look amazing. It's honestly, it's just one of those sights I just like forget about. I don't know, like it's just whenever I see snow in the mountain, especially like from where I live, it just looks gorgeous and beautiful. Um, But yeah, like it did rain over the weekend and maybe that's why I was kind of in a weird mood so this morning I got up and went on a really really long walk and I was fully expecting it to be like freezing cold and freezing cold for me is like anything under like 50 40 ish um so I got my jacket and like was ready and then I walked outside and it was like 65 70 degrees and I was like okay well it's not that cold I guess and it got up to like 75 today which, again, I'm a person who likes the cold, so I'm just like, what is going on? And I've looked at the weather for the rest of the week. For those of you who haven't, I've looked it up for you. It is going to be in the high 60s, uh, low 70s for the rest of the week. We are supposed to get some rain like Tuesday or Wednesday-ish, but let's see if that actually happens. Um, But yeah, it's just going to be pretty much like typical Southern California weather for the rest of the week which I'm sad about because I want it to be colder. Uh, But like I said, I felt like I was a little bit in the slump, so I thought maybe it was the weather. But then I thought, wait, like, I think it's just where we're at in this pandemic. And not to be like a Debbie Downer or anything like that. I don't really want to really, you know, go into like the negatives about what's what's happened in this pandemic and all of that especially at the beginning of episode one, I don't want to do that. But I feel like I do have to bring it up because I do think that we are at this certain point in the pandemic where we're in the home stretch, but I'm starting to like go through this cycle of feeling it again, of feeling just alone and like separate. I mean, for those of you who have been taking this pandemic seriously, we are 11 months in. It's so crazy. Like my iPhone freaking keeps telling me that you know, exactly a year ago, you were doing this. And I'm like, girl, if she only knew a year ago today that it was going to be like this, I just wish I would have warned her. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's just like a year ago, I was in full swing uh, with my job and my career. And it just abruptly stopped, which was for a lot of people around the world, you know. And 
kind of just like reflecting how I was pre-pandemic, I for sure was one of those people my whole life. I was constantly moving, constantly doing things. There wasn't a second in the day that I like was thinking about myself or, you know, wasn't thinking about what was going on the next day because I had to prepare. I'm also a person who needs to have plans. Like I need to have like things organized to a certain extent, but mostly I need to know what's coming the next day, the next week, the next month, the next couple months, um, potentially even the next couple years. I am just that type of person. So I don't know. I just feel like we're in this 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 part of the the journey of this pandemic where we're so close, like we're so close to the out, right? But I'm still feeling the jet lag and I'm still feeling the loneliness and like the down part, like the down parts of this, um, especially because like I said, I'm taking this pandemic extremely seriously. I don't go out. I don't see anyone. Um, you know, I just, I don't like, I go to the grocery store, I go to Target, but I haven't gotten my hair cut. Like y'all, if you guys could see my hair, my hair, I haven't got my hair cut in at least a year. Uh, my eyebrows, like my nails, like I had like acrylic nails before this. I haven't gotten my nails done. I do my own pedicures. Like it's just, uh, I don't feel that great right now. Um, and it's nothing serious. Those of you who are my friends, like it's not that serious. Please don't text me saying like, do you need help or do you need to talk? Like, no, it's not like that. It's just like this weird period um, I do plan on getting vaccinated when it's my turn to get vaccinated, and I just feel like these next couple months are going to be just so difficult, <laughs> just trying to, like, keep it together so that eventually I can get to a point of normalcy. But yeah, it's one thing that did help me, though, um, was I looked at this list that I made a couple months ago. I made it, like, at the end of November, like, middle, middle to end of November because I was feeling like this again. I was, this was like one of the times I felt like this and it's just fatigue, I guess. I don't know of like being in a pandemic. I'm sure most of you can relate. It's just like this weird feeling, but, um, I made a list of all the things that I'm grateful for and all the things this, this pandemic has given me, not taken away, but given me. And I know some of you are going to be like, oh God, come on, Hannah, like stop with like that. Like, I don't believe in that or that's dumb or that's just not for me. That's not something that's going to help me. Trust me, I was one of those people who was like, okay, I don't need to write something down to make me feel better or that's that's not enough or whatever. But truly, when I made this list, it made me feel so much better, um, especially someone, like I said, that needs like a lot of purpose, a lot of, I, I need to be productive. I need to know that what I'm doing is counting for something in the end. Um, and when I made this list, I looked at it at the end and I look at it occasionally like I did this weekend and it's on my wall right here. You can't see it because the camera's blocking for those of you who are watching. But um, I made this list and it's literally just like like a school ruled paper of me just writing it. And um, it made me feel so much better. There's things on there like I got to clean out my entire house like I threw away and donated and did so many things that I've been wanting to do for years because I've moved so many times, like in the past 10 years, like I've moved so many times. So I went through everything and was able to have like a moment. Um, I really learned how to take like a lot of self-care and like how important self-care is. Um, and then one that I'm extremely proud of, which 
it's gonna sound dumb I think when I say it out loud but in like my brain and in my heart I know it's extremely important I learned how to be alone and that's something that used to scare the crap out of me like I never wanted to be alone I thought I was an extrovert I always had to be with people um but I really learned what it meant to be alone and to be okay to be alone and to like keep your mind preoccupied you don't need anyone else there that was something that was really important to me some other just like the things that I put on that list was I became a plant mom and learned so much more about plants which is something I've always wanted to do I experimented with coffees and teas and learned more about my body with that because literally if I had a drop of coffee like five years ago I would immediately run to the bathroom like my stomach would not handle coffee at all but now I get to like learn what coffees my my stomach is better with and teas that help that are like herbal supplements and I don't know it's just a lot of things like I got to spend quality time with my family which hasn't happened in years because I've just been constantly, constantly on the go. Um, so just small things like that, I just really am so grateful for it that I've been able, like I've, I've gotten the opportunity because of this pandemic to do. So if you're feeling like me or if you felt like me or if you uh, sometime in this month feel the way that I do, I highly, highly, highly suggest that you just sit down and write a list of the things that you've done in this 11 months or things that you would you would see as accomplishments and you know those are just a couple of mine there are a lot more the the whole page is filled with them and they could be just like little things like I reorganized my room I bought a new picture frame that I've been dying to buy like or it could be big things like learning how to be alone but yeah, I just wanted to share that with you all and we're going to go ahead and jump into the next segment which is the news so let's go ahead and talk about the news. I feel like so many things happened last week, whether it be in the pop culture world or sports or like politics. So I'm just going to start from the beginning and what like really stuck out in my week. Jojo Siwa came out and I am so, 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 so happy for her. I have uh, worked with Jojo Siwa in the past, and she is literally the sweetest person. How she is on TV, how she is on her socials, like, how she is, like, in life um, is how she is in person. And for those of you who don't know who Jojo Siwa is, which I realized are, like, a lot of people, (laughs) I don't know how, but whatever. She is a kid star. She started off on um, Dance Moms way back when as, like, a new character. She wasn't part of, like, the original cast, but she that's where she started off as she is a dancer and then I believe the story goes she created an online persona which is the Jojo you see now in Target and Walmart and anywhere you can buy kids clothing and kids toys um and then she signed a deal with Nickelodeon and has a full 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 ride with them where you know that's how they pull out all her merch and stuff Um, But she came out, I believe, as a lesbian. Uh, She posted a picture on Twitter as well as posted a video to Instagram. Uh, The pic on Twitter said, like, I have the best gay cousin or whatever, something like that. And I'm so happy. And she got such a positive response. Don't get me wrong. 
I'm sure that some people saw it as a negative. I'm sure that there were negative comments. I'm sure she got a lot of hate, but to be honest, I think the vast majority was extremely, extremely supportive, and I'm so happy for her. She's currently in Canada now. Apparently, she's filming, but she did post, like, an updated video about all the love that she received, and I am one of those people who gave her all the love back because I think that's amazing. I think she's either 17 or 18 years old now, and, you know, growing up as a kid star while still being a kid, being in the public eye, I think, you know, it was extremely tough. So for her to feel comfortable enough uh, to come out as a lesbian or gay or whatever label you want to put on it, I think was amazing. So that's how the week started off. And just in terms of like the internet and videos that I saw on the internet, uh, Chloe and Hallie, which they are a duo group, if you haven't heard of them, I don't know how. They are like Beyonce's prodigies. She announced them or, you know, whatever, signed them a, a couple years back. And they've just been slowly growing. And I believe it's Hallie who um, signed a, a deal with Disney to do the live action Little Mermaid. But Chloe posted a video on Twitter, I believe. That's where I saw it. She might have posted it to Instagram as well. Actually, I know I think she posted it to Instagram because she put her Instagram handle with it. She posted a video of her dancing, and I don't know if it's just me. Please comment, or please let me know if you feel the same way, but I definitely feel since Hallie announced that she had this deal with Disney, that they've been kind of not going their separate ways, but just they are definitely taking two different paths, and that's what I personally see. I think Hallie is definitely being the more conservative one, like not... Um, you know, whatever that means. Like, I don't really care, but like, she's definitely not putting herself as out there as much as Chloe is. And I do believe that they're still a duo group, but Chloe is definitely putting herself out there and I'm all here for it. She posted this video of her dancing, saying thank you for 1 million followers. And I don't know, it just blew up. It was trending on Twitter, on Instagram. I saw it everywhere and everybody's reaction was like, whoa, like what's going on but like also I'm here for you um, I'm here for this and I just thought it was I thought it was cool I think that they are going to have a really good career I do like a couple of their songs I do think that they are amazing musicians I think they have beautiful beautiful voices and something tells me they're probably going to be around for a while and I'm here for it I love them um, I'm not like a huge fan so I'm waiting for like that album or like that song to come out where I'm like, okay, like here it is for me. Um, there have been a couple songs though that I've really enjoyed. So that's just kind of what's going on in the internet, a couple videos that I saw going into sports around that time, like Monday, Tuesday, last week. Um, for those of you who don't know, Aaron Rodgers was trending. Let me just state this first. I am not the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan. I am not the biggest Green Bay fan, although I do know that they have a huge following and it sounds like he actually is a pretty good person, but he was trending because he went on the Pat McAfee show um, and he's been on there pretty much the whole season and they're friends and they're buddies and they sit down and talk and I do occasionally watch um, that podcast like show, live show that happens on um, YouTube but sometimes it's just a little too long for me. Sometimes it's like three hours. And don't get me wrong, I love football, but not enough to sit there for another three hours after I just watched all those playoff games. 
this past weekend. Um, but yeah, so Aaron Rodgers was trending number one for like a cool day, basically just saying that he went on this show and was on the show for, for, for him to just have a good time and just to talk about things from his perspective. I guess in the past, a lot of things have been taking, been taken out of context for him and people have said stuff about him. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Like he, I don't think has a bad rep in anyone's world. Um, he is the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers and yeah, like, I don't know. I just, I think everybody kind of sees him as this all around like good guy. Maybe not. Maybe you don't. Um, I personally just don't. I'm not a huge fan of the Packers and I'm not really a big, huge fan of his. So whatever. Um, also, something that happened last week, which was inc- incredibly sad um, in the sports world. Again, we hit Kobe's one year anniversary of his death, along with his daughter and all of those who died on the hel- on the helicopter crash. And it was just, it was a really sad, sad, sad day. And honestly, I think what always gets me too is I always, always see a post from Vanessa Bryant on my socials of her like updating or her saying something um, about it. And every time I read one of those posts, I just feel like I'm about to like burst into tears. And I don't know if that's any of you all, but how devastating, like, not only to lose your husband, but also your teenage daughter. I just, I could never, I could never imagine. Um, but nothing really going on major with the sports world other than that. I mean, we still have the NBA in session, um, and we have the Super Bowl this Sunday. Speaking of which, this episode won't come out until... The Monday after the Super Bowl, so I'm just going to go ahead and give my predictions right now, or at least what I would like to happen. Um, I don't hate Tom Brady. I know that there's a lot of talk around him right now with his, like, political stance and all of that. Um, I don't hate him, but, bro, you've been to the Super Bowl, like, how many times? Like, like nine times I think it was or ten times and you have six Super Bowl championships you have six rings I think I'm pretty sure it's like I'm pretty sure it's six um I don't think you deserve another one and I know the Chiefs won last week and I know I'm gonna get hate for this but personally I always like kind of go for the underdog and in this situation I don't really feel like either teams are the underdog but if we're looking just at the quarterbacks I do wish that the Chiefs would win. I never thought that this season it would be the Buccaneers, the Tampa Bay, and the Chiefs from Kansas City. I just, maybe the Chiefs for sure. I really, like, I just wouldn't have picked, these were not my two teams that I would have picked from the NFC and the AFC. Um, But here we are. I just hope it's going to be a good game. I hope it's a game like it was last year where the second half was going crazy, but something tells me it's probably going to be neck to neck pretty much the entire time and it's gonna have it's gonna be like um the Buccaneers game that we saw uh last weekend and I don't know I'm just hoping for a good game but I don't necessarily want Tom Brady to win so sorry y'all it's I don't know it's nothing against him personally I don't like hate the guy I just don't think that you know I think somebody else deserves a chance to win a Super Bowl you know even though the Chiefs just won it I still feel like Somebody else deserves a chance, and that's just me. So I am going to be rooting for the Chiefs, um, and like I said, I do think it's going to be pretty close. 
Going into other news, okay, okay, here, uh, here's what I really, really wanted to get into. So TV, like I said, I mentioned I wasn't having the best weekend, so of course, naturally, I binged like a bunch of TV shows. There are two TV shows I want to, um, oh, sorry, there are two TV shows I want to get into right now, which is f- this whole weekend except for today, um, Fate, the Winx Saga, was trending number one worldwide and I watched the whole thing. Before you watch it, just know it does feel like their audience is centered towards teens, maybe young adults, (laughs) Um, but it is definitely, I think, made for kids or younger people. So like being a little bit of an older person, I was like, okay, this is very predictable. It was very like guilty pleasure as well. But before, I don't want to give any spoilers because I'm sure not everybody has seen the whole thing, but I will say if you are interested in watching it, it's very much like, first of all, they mentioned Harry Potter within like the first 15 minutes. So it is like Harry Potter world, like there's magic, there's kids at this like boarding school um, mixed with like Riverdale, like that kind of drama. And then like almost like Percy Jackson vibes and how they like deal with everything I don't know those like those are the three combinations I would give it if you're interested in watching if that's right up your alley please do please go ahead and watch it let me know what you think I thought it was pretty good the only my only complaint is with the main character like the main girl on there she just wasn't my cup of tea but the rest of the casting I think was done really really well especially like the supporting girl characters like the casting I just feel like was done really really well except for that main character, the main girl that the whole show is about. I don't think she's the best. She's a little gimmicky for me. It's a little, uh, I don't know, but let me know what you think because I still think it's a pretty good show. It started off on Nickelodeon apparently, and I guess this is either a rendition or a carryover um, that Netflix picked up, so there's that. The second thing that I watched uh, was something called We Are the Brooklyn Saints. I believe it's trending on Netflix right now, um, it was really good. I'll just say that I still have one more episode to go, but I already know where this is kind of going. Anyone who has ever played a little league sport, whether it be football, baseball, you know, softball, whatever, soccer, whatever it may be. I personally cheered. Me and my sister cheered as little kids. And then my brother played football on the other side of the park. It was a very, very big part of our lives. And just watching this show gave me such like nostalgic feelings about it. Um, It's about a little league team, like a peewee, like junior peewee level. So like we're talking like seven, eight, nine, I think all the way up to like 13, 14 ish um, of kids who live in not so great of an area in Brooklyn and they um, are playing football and the parents and the coaches are their world, you know, and the coaches are dedicated to them. It's just such a good show. Honestly, I do recommend checking it out if you've played any of those like sports. Just gave me a good feeling. Uh, Not to mention, just talking about in the TV world, I guess the first look of Kristen Stewart playing Princess Diana came out. I saw it on IMDb and like Twitter. She actually looks really good. She looks exactly like Princess Diana and I'm so excited. I, I think they're making either a new TV show or a film. Um, that should be coming out soon with Kristen Stewart as Princess Diana. And I know you're thinking, like, that just does not sound like a good idea. I'm kind of there with you, but this picture came out and she looks exactly like her. So 
we'll see how it goes. I think it could be pretty good, though, and I think this is either going to make or break Kristen Stewart, so I hope that she portrays it well. Uh, Just to kind of end out here with the news, something that really big happened over the weekend, Coachella and Stagecoach were... um, you know, announced that they were not going to happen in April of 2021 after being rescheduled from October 2020 and then April 2020. I'm sure that they're going to try to reschedule sometime in the fall of 2021. I personally don't think it's a good idea. I think that they should wait until at least next year, which is April 2022. I just don't think it's ethically the greatest idea and I don't think it, I just don't think it's it would keep anybody safe and I don't think they're going to be able to pull it off. Like I don't think the public health department is going to allow them to have a full-blown 100,000 people uh, festival, not including all the people that work for the festival. Um, ju- those are just patrons. Those are just guests. 100,000 people um, go to Coachella every weekend and stagecoach is a little, it's less, but still that's, that's a lot of people. I don't think they, I don't, I think they should wait until next year. Um, because the vaccinations are coming out and President Biden and Dr. Fauci has, have, they both have said that they think by September we'll be able to do some normal things without having, you know, a scare of, of doing them, such as like eating out at restaurants or going to movies. Um, but I don't think it's going to be approved yet. I mean, Gavin Newsom, in our state, in California, we have received over 3 million vaccinations and done 3 million vaccinations as of today or this week. And that's, you know, there's 33 million people in California. And I, I know I think that does include children, but still, I, I just don't see it working out, honestly. So I think that they should wait. That was just a couple things um, that happened this past week. I hope I filled you in on a, on more than you already knew or you feel a little bit caught up. If there's something I would I didn't mention and I should have mentioned or a topic or an area that I should have gone over, please go ahead and leave it in the comments so I can know to be a little bit more aware and look for different articles. Uh, but yeah, that being said, I'm going to go into the last segment, which is story time. Story time. Uh, so I really hope that this segment um, continues throughout the weeks. I really want this segment um, to just be like, hey, like, let's just chill out and relax and listen to a couple funny stories. I feel like I have a lot of interesting stories, whether they be in my personal life or, you know, what you guys see on the Internet. Uh, I put a poll on Instagram um, just asking what you guys would want to hear for my first story time. I put four choices. The first was writing celebrities I've met. Then it was my full COVID story. Then it was um, a crazy fangirl story. And finally, um, the time I cracked my skull. And it was a really, really close race between rating the celebrities I've met and cracking my skull, but I will be talking about how I cracked my skull, (laughs) Um, which was not a fun story whatsoever. And just before I go into that, I'm okay now. There's nothing wrong. I don't have any like lingering side effects or anything from that story. And it was in my adult life. So some of you may who know me and have known me for a couple years don't even realize that this happened, but it happened. Um, but before I get into that full story, I really want to go into rate my slubs. 
I plan on doing like a full dedicated episode to this because I feel like I have a lot of interesting stories that like intermingle with my fangirl life because I have met a lot of celebrities in my fangirl life. I'm a huge supporter of people who I love and I call that my fangirl stories or my fangirl life and has been a part of me for like my entire life so I have a lot of different stories about that like chasing celebrities trying to find them trying to get pictures trying to have a conversation like trying to see the concerts I attend like I just I have a a, I have a huge love and I have a, a huge passion for trying to you know meet the people that I idolize over so but that being said I am just going to mention this about rating the celebrities I've met because I feel like a lot of people ask this is like the first question that they ask like has there ever have you ever met anyone that was like extremely rude or wasn't what you expected and like yeah um however I do want to say this um most of the people who um you know seem like divas and have that like title of a diva most likely are divas and it's maybe not even them themselves but maybe the people they surround themselves with meaning like the people they work with or their entourage or whatever they're usually not the greatest people to like try to take a picture with you know um but that being said I will say that more often than not those people who are like top tier like a-list celebrities are usually and I'm using like a very general statement here to describe a huge group of people, um, are generally extremely nice. (laughs) I've never really met anyone that was like extremely rude to me. Like there have been certain instances, but you know, maybe they were having a bad day or whatever. But for the overall like general population of like A-list celebrities, and we're talking from like Beyonce to like Tom Hanks or maybe even like, I don't know, LeBron James, like, you know, like, like trying to go over different like spans of people who are like celebrities in their own world they're usually very sweet and they're usually very nice and they're usually very aware of all the people who want to meet them and want to say hi and want to share their story so it's not those people that I'm talking about it's usually the people who are like climbing the ladder and barely like getting that little taste of success and fame that I just have had bad instances it with. Maybe I'll get into that a different day. But I do want to mention that the number one person who surprised me because I'm not even like the biggest fan of this person, um, but I have had had different interactions with and every single time is just like the sweetest, nicest, most caring person. That person is Sierra. And like, I know we were all like, doing one, two steps, like, way back when, like, in the early 2000s, and she was, like, big, and, like, now I feel like she's just as big, and, like, her whole family with Russell Wilson is just perfect, and, like, at least that's how they seem to me, but she really is the nicest person I think I've ever met in my entire life. She is just always down to stop for fans and always just extremely sweet, like, security's having to pull her away and just nice to everyone that she works with her, you know, like, I don't know. That's all I have to say about that right now. But just know, like, there are good people out there. And sometimes people just have a bad day. But for the majority of people, like, yeah, like the top tier celebrities are usually the nicest, I will have to say. But going into my story of how I cracked my skull. um, So it happened in 2013. 15 the end of 2015 going into 2016 I think it was in December um 
And before I get into the full, full, full story, we're going to go see if I have a sponsor for today. All right. So just to jump back into story time, like I said, I will be going over the story of when I cracked my skull. Honestly, the story is kind of dramatic, but not really. But there is a really good like point at the end that I do want to get across. So it was December 2015, like going into 2016. And this like prolongated, obviously, because it takes a long time for your skull to heal. Um, But I was in college. I was getting ready for finals week. It was actually the Sunday before finals week. I remember because of things that happened later. And me and my friends were really wanting to like do something. There was like about like six or seven of us along with my boyfriend whom I'm still dating to this day. And we all went um, to go ice skating uh, on a Sunday night. It was like 5 or 6 p.m. We were just bored and I felt okay enough with my finals already. So I felt like it was okay to do so. Um, I felt prepared. So I was like, yeah, let's just go have some fun before, you know, hell week sets in for me. Um, so we went to the ice skating rink. It was down in the South Bay. I don't know what, ex- I don't remember what it's called, but I think it's like a training facility that they open up to the public in the winter, um, just to like, you know, have people come and ice skate. You can rent, um, skates and like skate on the ice, obviously. Uh, so I think it's, yeah, so yeah, I think it's like a training facility for like the Kings or the Ducks. I'm not too sure, but it, it was just a huge rink empty like nothing there um and there was like a couple stands and stuff but like nothing like really crazy and we rented some skates and we immediately like were the first ones there we were there by ourselves for like I think like almost an hour and you know just skating around mind you I know how to skate I actually um not ice skate but like skate like rollerblading like I used to actually rollerblade rollerblade a lot when I was a kid um, like, I always remember going to, like, the local skating rink um, to either rollerblade, like, you know, the, the the wheels that are, like, in a straight line or, you know, the ones that are, like, two and two. I'm sorry, I don't know, like, the actual terminology for them, but I do know how to skate, like, normally skate, and this is my first time actually ice skating. So, I didn't know that you're not supposed to skate on, like, fresh ice where there's no like scuff marks or anything so it was literally like the zamboni literally had just went around and smoothed the ice completely over and we went on like not really thinking anything um I think for a couple people it was the first time they ever had ice skated so you know me not knowing anything and I was actually doing really well like I was doing really well for a while Um, it was just like a freak thing that happened to me. I was on one side of the ice rink and my friend was on the other and I was trying to go that way, like through the middle to get to my friend. And when I finally like got to the middle where nobody had ice skated yet, I was like slowing down, like literally just like not even going that fast and slowing down. And for some reason I slipped and immediately just went like straight back and my head hit the ice. Um, out of nowhere, like I said, I wasn't even going fast or anything, like it just, it just happened. Um, immediately when I hit the ice, I knew something was wrong. I completely blacked out. I couldn't see, I couldn't move my body. Um, my ears were ringing. It was, it was a trip, guys, let me tell you. And I tried to like sit up and I was like really woozy. 
and I didn't really know what was happening at the time, but found out later, got a really bad concussion. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I knew something was wrong. My friends and my boyfriend like skated me off to the side and we sat there and they're like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, no. (laughs) Like as the minutes started going on, I knew something was wrong. So I actually ended up uh, calling my mother um, and just like talking, you know, with her and trying to figure out what I was experiencing. And so ultimately she was like, no, Hannah, you have a concussion. You should probably go to the hospital just so that they can check you out. And there was actually a, a, a huge hospital like right down the street. Um, a trusted hospital um, with an ER, a really good ER that was just right down the street. Um, and she's like, I think you should go. And I was like, no, like, I don't want to ruin everyone's time. Like, I'm sure it's just a concussion. Like, I could sleep it off. And my boyfriend was kind of saying the same thing. Like, no, it's okay. Like, we'll just leave and we'll just go home. And um, at that time, my mom was like, give the phone to my boyfriend. (laughs) And my boyfriend, and she, what I found out later was like, you need to take her to the hospital right now because I'm afraid something else is going on. Take her now. And so I'm very grateful that she said that and convinced him and convinced me. So we went. We went to the hospital. I was immediately admitted to the ER. You know, um, they did determine I had a really, really bad concussion. Um, But I was just sitting there. They were trying to give me pain, uh, like medicine for like the, I was really super nauseous from the concussion. Uh, They were just trying to give me like pain meds and like just try to keep me calm And for some reason, like, when I got to the hospital, I immediately, like, just started crying. And for those of you who know me, I don't really cry that easily, um, especially when it comes to, like, pain. I don't, I just don't really cry that easily. I have a pretty high pain tolerance as, as, like, I would, I would like to say I would have a high pain tolerance. And so my boyfriend was there and then my mom and my dad obviously eventually showed up. And we're like, are you crazy? You know, are you okay? And I was like, you know, like, yeah, like, I'm fine. And the nurses were just really attentive to me because obviously, like, they didn't want me to go to sleep. Um, After, like, maybe four or five hours of being there, I was still in a lot of pain and I was still hurting and something was just off. I could feel my body just, like, trying to fight something or something was happening. I just didn't feel myself, even though they were like, yeah, Hannah, you have a concussion, like, you have a really bad concussion. And I'm like yeah, but something's just off, like, my neck is hurting, like, really bad, and they're, like, where, and I'm, like, all over, like, it just hurts everywhere, um, so they did an x-ray, um, of, like, my neck, and they were, like, no, like, everything looks fine, and they're, like, you know what, we're gonna call a neurologist, but there's not one here right now, he'll be here in, like, an hour or two or whatever, um, so he can look at you, he came in, like, did a couple tests, you know, whatever, wasn't, like, anything crazy, they, you know, tried to prescribe me painkillers, and, like, we're just gonna watch you a little bit more, um, and then we'll probably let you go in the morning, and then, like, all the doctors kind of left, and it was just me and my boyfriend, and I just sat there and cried, and I was like, I don't feel good, and he's like, yeah, you know, like, you you just hurt yourself pretty bad. And I was like, no, like, I still don't feel good. Even after talking to the neurologist and the nurses and the radiologists to do like all of my x-rays and stuff. And then finally, a nurse comes in who was already attending to me before. 
and pulls my boyfriend aside and basically asks him, like, does she cry like this? Like, I'm getting the vibe that she doesn't cry like this often. My boyfriend was like, no, she actually doesn't. Like, this is a little weird. And she was like, I feel like something's off, you know? And she came over to me and she's like, you know, we don't know why your neck is hurting so bad. We thought it was your head, but maybe it was your neck. Maybe it was whiplash or something. And then she's like, you know what, though? Like, let's just do one more x-ray. I have a feeling something's going on. Why don't we do an x-ray of, like, your full head just to make sure, like, everything's going on? Which, in hindsight, I'm like, why didn't they do that originally? But whatever. So she orders, like, another x-ray, and she's like, hey, I think we should do one. And we do, and that's when they found the, the fracture on the left side of my skull. It was just broken up into, like, a couple pieces, and that's, and then they started asking me questions, like, do you have blurred vision? You know, I guess where it was at, it should have affected my vision, but what actually ended up happening, because I hadn't eaten anything and wasn't really paying attention to smells, I actually had lost my taste and my smell. And because of the adrenaline and everything that was happening, you know, they started checking all my senses like, okay, she doesn't have blurred vision, but like what else is going on? Maybe it was something else. And then I tried to, yeah, I tried to eat something and we found out that I had lost my taste and my smell. So COVID wasn't actually the first time I had lost my taste and my smell. Um, And yeah, it took me about a year to get it back um, completely. There are still some things that I can't identify uh, with my smell, with my taste, it's like pretty much back to normal, but it's my smell that's kind of off a little bit. Um, and maybe that's why I like smells and candles so much because at one point I didn't have that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's like some weird like psychological thing, but yeah, I cracked my skull and basically what they told me was it will heal by itself. I had to wear a neck brace for a month. Um, like I said at the beginning of the story, it was during finals week and I didn't get to take any of my finals that were like in person and I had to come back the next semester and retake them. It was this whole mess. It took about maybe like a full three months of recovery and then a whole year to get my sense and my, get my, my taste and my smell back. So yeah, if it wasn't for that nurse, like paying attention to me and paying attention to my emotions, I probably would have never known and I wouldn't have gotten the the correct treatment that I needed. Um, So I'm so, so grateful for nurses. Honestly, I think, um, you know, not to talk crap about anyone else, but I do believe that that nurse made a huge difference in my life. And if it wasn't for her, who knows what I would have done, you know, if I would have gotten the right treatment. And yeah, I'm just so, so grateful for her. This was the end of my first podcast. Please let me know if you guys liked it. Please make sure to like, uh, subscribe, leave a review, turn the notifications on, whatever you need to do on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. I thank you so much for coming to the first episode, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'll see you next week. And this was Honestly Hannah. (laughs)